Nikola Vucevic comments that this may be the last chance for this Bulls core. And we're going to talk about what why that could be. We're also going to talk about Andre Drummond calling himself a Hall of Famer and an idiot writer predicts the Bulls to be a worse team defensively, even though they added two better defenders this offseason. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. First up, Nikola Vucevic had this comment. We know we can do better. We have to do better. We have to do better. And we know it's kind of our last chance at this, as this core of guys to do something. Now, that is big words, right? And and I don't want to, like, overlook the seriousness of that and, like, the reality that this could be the last chance for this Bulls core. And a couple of things play into that, right? Is that, yeah, DeMar DeRozan is an unrestricted free agent uh, this offseason, which maybe Vooch does know something about DeMar wanting to chase a title, which, as I've said many times before, if DeMar does go into free unrestricted free agency and his focus becomes shifts from, you know, even getting the most money, anything like that, to I need hardware before I decide to hang it up and retire. I want to fight for NBA finals, right? And that does not seem, at least with what we have right now, that that chance is going to come via a Chicago Bulls uniform. But, you know, that aside, right, we already know that the front office has been listening to offers for Zach Levine, not necessarily going out and shopping them, but they've been listening to calls on Zach Levine. We got the rumor about the New York. It's always like the New York Knicks and things like that. Well, while this Bulls front office holds the value ultimately high for Zach Levine, Keep in mind, if this team were to struggle, seriously struggle, and I think when we look at struggle, I would say it failed to make the plan, right? When you look at ESPN's predictions, things like that, if the Bulls were to be a team that misses the play-in tournament outright, doesn't even make that tournament, I don't mean make the tournament and then not make it out the plan. I mean completely miss the tournament altogether. If the Bulls do that, I do think that that could force the hand of the Chicago Bulls front office to finally make a decision to move off some of this core. Now, I'm not saying that that's a guaranteed thing, right? I do think a full blow-up is still something that's highly unlikely for the Chicago Bulls team, knowing the, the front office and ownership group that we have. But when you look at this, right, we to factor that in as well, we know we have a cheap owner in Jerry Reinsdorf, right? And by cheap, I mean that he's not going to go into the luxury tax. Jerry Reinsdorf is over the salary cap, as the Bulls have been, Almost every single year uh, since the salary cap was in place, the Bulls have been over the salary cap, but they are not a team that spins into the luxury tax. And when you have a player in Zach Levine that is that is set to be the 16th highest paid player in the NBA, some questions, some some decisions may need to be made there, whether it is moving Zach Levine for multiple pieces that you can get back to kind of set up your future. But there is that chance and that opportunity. And one of the things that I've been talking about as well for the Chicago Bulls team with all the deals that they signed this offseason, every deal is easily movable. Kobe's contract, Io's contract, Vooch's contract, definitely Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, who Torrey Craig signed for the vet minimum. All those contracts are easily movable. Now, whether you're, you're moving them to add to the team, to, to, to aggregate salaries, to bring a higher-paid player back, right? Or if you're looking to dump some salary off the books, right, and maybe take shorter-term deals, which those deals are already short. But if you're looking at taking a one-year flyer to kind of get some money off the books, the Bulls are set up to be able to do all of that potentially. And I do think that these words from Vooch are fairly serious, right? The fact that a player that just re-signed with a team 
and re-signed on a three-year deal is now saying that this could be the last chance for the core, right? And we kind of view the core, I think, as Vooch, Damar, and Zach, where you can also look at the core as Patrick Williams, Kobe White, players that have been here for a long time, right? So, you know, I think those words are meaningful, and I think that shows the view of what this player is, and hopefully it shows the seriousness of this team to get it the hell together, right? Yeah, we didn't go out and make the big acquisitions. We did not. But in what we did, in adding and 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 operating out on the margins, those margin areas that hopefully are going to make the Chicago Bulls uh, the core play a little bit better because they're going to fit in with that core better, we could be heading into a season where, yeah, maybe it is the last chance for this core. And, you know, maybe it is just via DeMar DeRozan walking away in free agent. Maybe it's via moving Zach Levine to get more future assets back while you can and take advantage of being under that second tax apron, right? Maybe it's those things. But when this, the seriousness around this team, and I said it in, in a, episode, a couple of episodes ago, it all comes down to wins, the success of this team. What does this team do that's successful this season? That's what it all comes down to, at least for me and my view for this team, is that we need to be better than what we were last year. Whether that is, even if we do make the playing tournament, making it out the playing tournament, whether we miss the playing tournament completely, can you be better in the first round than what you were at this point two seasons ago, right? Those are the questions that this team has to ask. And so in moving into a scenario in a situation where it may be the last chance for this core, I say this, cool. This core, while had some promise, and we saw it, right? We saw the promise in this core when Lonzo Ball was here. But the fact of the matter is the Bulls have had a losing record overall, right? Yeah, we had a losing record last season. We had a winning record the season before that. But overall, since this core has been together, we are a sub-500 team. And this and something eventually may need to change. So, you know, that's how I take Vooch's words. You guys can let me know what you think down below. How do you take Vooch's words as far as saying that this may be the last chance for this core let me know that down below. Now, we also had Andre Drummond moving into the next topic. Andre Drummond was being interviewed on a podcast and talking about him being the greatest rebounder ever, which isn't something. We heard the similar things last summer from Andre Drummond that he feels he is the best rebounder in the history of the NBA. But then he took it a little bit farther. Let's go ahead and play this clip here. Perspective, like I just said, I used to play 40-plus minutes. I was a star, all-star, all-NBA. I've done it. All-of-fame candidate. Best rebounder ever. I've been seeing this little graphic going around talking about you being the – Ever. Total rebound percentage? Ever. Oh, you already know what I'm talking about. I'm the best ever. No doubt. What do you mean? Okay, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Big big man in, in the history of the game, where do you rank yourself? Where do you see yourself? In terms of rebounding or as a big man? All around, everything. Whatever you want. I'm not going to lie. There's some, some good-ass bigs in the time. I think I've done I've done great in my career. I think I have a chance to be a Hall of Fame player due to what I've done in my career. Actually, I'm pretty sure I'm in the top 20 for being in the Hall of Fame. So I have a great chance. Best rebounder ever. Ever. And that was Andre Drummond saying that he feels he is a clear Hall of Famer. Now, me and Pat discussed this a little bit over on Locked on Bulls. And so you guys can go and check that out if you want to hear a fun discussion. You guys know how me and Pat get down. It kind of turned into a row session at some point in time. But it is what it is. Like, when you look at Andre Drummond, and keep in mind, this is the Basketball Hall of Fame. But when you look at Andre Drummond, outside of the rebounding statistics that he's had, right, which per percentage and things, he is one of the best ever. Uh, he's 44th, I think in all-time rebounds overall uh, overall in number of rebounds for his career. Um, he's probably going to jump it, ju- jump that more. We'll see. Because, you know, being coached by Billy Donovan, Andre Drummond can play 18 minutes. He can play eight. Uh, so you just never know. But, uh, you know, when you look at Andre Drummond's uh, resume, two-time NBA All-Star in 2016 and 2018, all-NBA third team one time, four-time rebounding uh, champion, 
Uh, NBA All-Rookie Second Team in 2013, the Rising Stars MVP, which I guess if we're ranking that, 2014, and he was the Big East All-Freshman Team in 2012. Now, that's not the typical resume. Even experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. With some of the players that are questionable going into the Hall of Fame, and it's kind of my point over on Locked on Bulls, even some of the players that you look at and you're like, do they really have a Hall of Fame career? They either have titles, they have individual accolades that they've gotten, and I don't mean just all-star appearances, but shout out to, I believe his name is Cornelius. If I use the wrong username, I apologize. Over on Locked on Bulls, he brought up a great point. He said, okay, we had a discussion on if Joe Kim Noah is a Hall of Famer, right? And I think ultimately me and Pat settled over there on, yeah, we think Joe Kim Noah deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, right? And I think that, you know, it being the Basketball Hall of Fame is the thing that really separates things there, right? Is that because you're bringing in everything. And so he asked, well, what's the difference between Joe Kim Noah and Andre Drummond when you look at it? And the thing is, both two-time All-Stars. Uh, Joe Kim Noah, though, has an All-NBA First Team. He also has a Defensive Player of the Year award. He was All-Defensive First Team twice, All-Defensive Second Team once, and he was a two-time NCAA champion and was the most outstanding player in the Final Four in 2006. And he was an All-American Second Team in 2007. So while he doesn't have the rebounding titles, and I also think when you look at Joe Kim Noah, I think that Joe Kim Noah, the fact that he was such a major part in COG, and a winning team, and a team that went to an Eastern Conference Finals, it makes it a little bit different, right? And I can admit, maybe that's my bias as being a lifelong Bulls fan, and Joe Kim Noah being one of my all-time favorite Chicago Bulls players, but I think that the NCAA title wins, and the Defensive Player of the Year, and the MVP votes on top of that, that year that Joe Kim Noah did get that, I think that pushed Joe Kim Noah a little bit above. Now again, like I can completely admit, that may be my own biases, biases, playing a part in it. And you guys can let me know, what do you think when you look at the, the the career of Andre Drummond? Is that a Hall of Fame career to you? Hey, and we can even throw in Joe Kim Noah. When you look at the career of Joe Kim Noah, do you think that Joe Kim Noah eventually gets in the Hall of Fame? Let me know what you think down on that down below. I think it's it's an interesting conversation to have. Andre Drummond, supremely confident. And, you know, he is a player that has done things. And when you look at, like, being, being even though he's, a, a, I would say, a specialist in a way, right? Um... But the fact that he's been been such a good rebounder for his career, like that's all accolades that you cannot take away from him. But I don't know if you can give somebody a Hall of Fame career because of rebounds. Like that's kind of just my personal opinion and and and, and view on it. Like I said, I want to open this up. This is an open discussion. I want to hear from you guys on it. Do you think that Andre Drummond, when you look at his career, the things that he's been able to accomplish? Over the course of his career, the accolades, the, well, like I said, doesn't really have a super large amount of of individual accolades. But again, also when you look at his team as well, his teams don't have the best winning percentage either. So, you know, that plays a part in it. But hey, again, 
team, you can't really hold wins and losses against one player. It takes a team to do that, coaches, stuff like that. But, I mean, when you look at Andre Drummond, he has four years, four years of having 15 or more rebounds per game. That's that's a pretty big accomplishment there. For his career, he averages 12.7 points per game and 28 minutes per game for a career. So, I mean, he he definitely deserves the attention and, and everything that he gets for his rebounding prowess. I just don't know if I look at the other things that Andre Drummond does and has accomplished in his career as a Hall of Fame career. But, hey, let me know what you guys think down below. I really, really want to hear from you guys on this one, so please let me know that. But before we go, uh, you guys know I do a lot of work for Bleacher Report on their video side, which – Make sure you guys are tuned in. Once training camp opens, I'll be live over there a lot. And if you're Bears fans, I'll be live over there basically once a week, once the Bears season officially starts. So make sure you guys are locked in for that also. But um, Andy Bailey over at Bleach Report predicted the Chicago uh, Bulls. when he it, it was a whole article on what teams will, where would teams be worse in 2023-24. And for the Chicago Bulls, he predicted the Bulls to be a worse defensive team than what they were last year. And this is an exact quote from this article. It says this, but the prediction is based on the fact that DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, two players in their mid-30s who already have less than stellar reputations on defense, could take steps back. If either both do maintain a top, uh, if either both do, maintaining a top five level defense, already a tough task, isn't in the cards. Here's what I'll say. And this is where I go back to, and I always, and I know it seems like I get on my high horse, but I got to be real. This is the time period where articles, where writers just write any goddamn thing. Because to say that a team that added two great point of attack defenders in Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, right? To say that that team, and they're, they're not just players that are, they are going to play major roles on the Chicago Bulls team. To say that that team gets worse defensively, and again, I guess if you're just talking about ranking in the top five, that may be, you know, you may not rank in the top five, but that doesn't mean your defense is necessarily worse than what it was last season. But to say that, right, to have all that to say in regards, like, that's the one thing that you picked up. Like, if anything, I could say that the Bulls could be a worse clutch team than last season, right? If, what other things that the Bulls can get worse at? Half-court offense, right? Those are some things that I look at the Chicago Bulls and I say, that's a chance that they could get worse at them. But to say that the Bulls can get worse defensively when they added two players that they're Biggest skill set and most consistent skill set is their defense. Yes, Javon Carter has always been a really good three-point shooter. Torrey Craig last season was a solid volume three-point shooter. But even when you, when you take those things away, the one thing that both those players have always done is play solid defense. You also have a player in Kobe White who's grown defensively over the last couple of years. Alex Caruso, if he's able to repeat last season and play over 60 games, right? That's an amazing defender for the Chicago Bulls. Like, Andre Drummond playing more, like, it's just mind-boggling to me some of the critiques that are thrown towards the Chicago Bulls sometimes. Now, as I've said, and I try to admit, I try to admit when I have a bias with things. I'm so zoomed in and focused on the Chicago Bulls that maybe I'm just overlooking things. Nikola Vucevic and DeMar DeRozan, two people who have been uh, negative defenders their whole entire career. All of a sudden now, like even if they do take a step back in their mid-30s, are they really taking a step back for two players that have never been plus defenders in their NBA career? Right. So it's just a little like, why are we why are we looking for things just to critique? Like when there are valid things that you can critique all day long. Right. The balance between the big three, they, that could get worse. Right. The coaching could get worse. Like these are things that I think are valid. But to say that the defense could get worse when you've added primarily shooting and defense this offseason is a bit tone deaf to me. But hey, you guys can let me know what you think on all that down below. Maybe maybe I'm off. maybe I'm tripping. I've been known to trip. Petty Roosevelt is not 
uh, uh, abstain from being from tripping from time to time. But maybe that's the case in this one because I don't see it. I don't see it, player. I don't see it. But hey, that's me. Let me know what you guys think on all the topics down below. Also, make sure you guys are sounding off tomorrow and Sunday are the mailbag episodes. So I really want to hear from you guys on that one. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And we've been doing it for two years and we're going to hopefully be doing it for 20 more. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.